Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. The Route 66 Native Arts Alliance is a nonprofit group whose mission is to create opportunity for the education, display, and promotion of Native art and artisans on Route 66. The Native Arts Alliance is located at the Vault Gallery at 1801 North Highway 66 in Catoosa, Oklahoma. There's native artists on site daily. You can visit them at the web address rt66nativeartsalliance.org. Once again, rt66nativeartsalliance.org. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Our next sponsor is American Survival Co. You can reach them at americansurvivalco.com. Wilderness Survival and Tactical Training. They have two locations in Jacksonville, Florida and Northwest Arkansas. War Eagle, Arkansas to be exact. Your instructors are from the hit Netflix show, Snowflake Mountain, Matt Tate and Joel Graves. So whether it's a few hour workshop or a weekend course, it's perfect for individuals or team building exercises. For more details, head on over to americansurvivalcode.com and also check out their podcast, Survival Logic. Once again, americansurvivalco.com. Welcome to the Lifetimes Podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And I am Leighton Rowan. Yeah, it's good to, good to be back, uh, you know, for this real special week. It was a real special week for me. Was it? This week. Yeah. What made it so special? Uh, honestly, I didn't really do anything. Oh. I made it up, but I didn't expect you to ask me about oh, it. My bad. We didn't <laughs> go over that in the pre, uh, pre-pod meeting. Yeah, we sure didn't in our pre-pod meeting. I'll tell you what, what, uh, what did happen. <laughs> it wasn't like an amazing week for me. It was an amazing t- uh, story in my life. I wasn't a part of it. Uh, I, my cousin had a near death experience and I don't know. Have you ever, have you ever had a near death experience? Nope. Not, like never, not even almost. Kind of, but I don't. I, maybe it wasn't near death, but it was pretty freaky. I don't know what that means. I shoved a penny up my nose when I was um, about four years old, and I couldn't get it out. 
sewed yeah, up. Yeah, you're right. You haven't had one. <laughs> That's something I could have kept to myself. I just said that, and then you're like, it was close. When I shoved that Lincoln penny head right up my nostril, my other nostril almost collapsed. <laughs> Well, I couldn't get it out. I was uh, freaking out. I was four. Uh, uh, by the way, I don't know who it was. Uh, oh, yeah, I do. Uh, this is our friend, Kurt. Uh, somehow, I, he he ripped his mom's earring out. This is uh, according to Facebook. Yeah. He ripped his mom's earring out, and in one shot, the, he pulls it out. I guess he was excited with his mouth open and throws it down his throat in one sweeping motion. Yeah, I saw that. According to Facebook, that's how it went. And uh, and I don't, I, I don't know how that goes. But she did have the Facebook proof, which was the X-ray of her earring. She had she had the the X-ray version of an earring and her mate <laughs> side by side in the picture. But one was just uh, you know an old baby Nate's tummy there. Yeah, black and white. Yeah, that that did happen. Uh, to be honest, I don't I don't know if you probably wouldn't call that near death. I think they would have probably kept him in the hospital. But that little pokey, you know, the, yeah. the pokey yeah. thing. I don't, that didn't sound good. No, no. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, my cousin had a near death experience. Now I, I've meant to read, <laughs> I meant to refresh myself. I, I don't want to read this. I feel like I should though. I, yeah. I can't say well, for it. context. You're probably going to have guys to. look, please. If you're a new listener, I don't read stuff, but you got to know the story. Yeah, Otherwise, don't, don't skip forward. Yeah. I don't, Cause I don't, you got to hear it. Cause that's, <laughs> this is the most unbelievable thing that I've read. And it turns out it's a family member. So I just want to, here, here we go. Okay. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> As some of you, I, I'm going to read it word for word. If it doesn't sound good, I, listen, take it up with her. I'm not, the one that, <laughs> I'm not the one that typed it out. Here we go. As some of you all may know or maybe seen, I've been sent out in an ambulance for my job because I messed up my knee so bad I couldn't put any pressure on my leg, let alone try to walk. But that's not what's weighing on my mind or heart. It was the medication for pain that was given, and this seems like forever. The ride seemed like forever to the hospital. So she just wanted to share with those other people who's had near-death experiences or what those ask it feels like to think it's your last moments on earth. I was told the thing of my, she was told to think of her most happiest moments because you will feel like you're going into this tiny rabbit hole and you can't get out. So when the medication finally kicked in, it seemed like only seconds she was filled with the bright whiteness and a timer in her mind counting down the last minutes of her life. So I thought, quotations. Uh, actually, ex- <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Every, every happy moment from the time I was born until my age now came flashing in segments. There was a voice that sounded like Alexa talking to me <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> keeping me at peace. <laughs> keeping me at peace. P-I-E-C-E. What? what? Keep going. <laughs> So Alexa, I got a question. Uh, Alexa's talking her through this. Does God sound like Alexa? Uh, he, he does now. Uh, so, so Alexa, you think that's by design? I, that's Microsoft and Bill Gates. And what do they call that stuff? The, 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 the you know, the Illuminati, Bill oh, Gates. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Alexa. This it's whole Alexa. time. She's in your house, people. Let me just get, let me just. Yeah, let's get through it. So, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> uh, she was at peace this whole time. P I E C. All right. So, which I'm sure, which I'm sure, which I'm sure was the paramedic that was reminding me to take deep breaths. But those 45 minutes, it was me and the voice. Everything was so peaceful, yet a little scary at the time. I was, I, I, I quite seeing the segments, and it was all about feeling, it was all about the feeling afterwards. I felt like I was fighting to stay alive. But the voice told me, this is what Alexa told her. 
Or, you know, well, I mean, you know, whatever. Here we go. And the voice told me, where are we at? <laughs> I'm sorry. There right, we go. Uh, but the voice told me it wasn't my time that I have much to accomplish in this life. She has more, way more to accomplish. It was not her time. That's what Alexa was telling her. As I felt like I was giving up on the world around me, as I felt like she was giving up, the world around me was coming close. I felt my breasts growing shorter. And then I knew that this was me dying. I didn't want to go, but my eyelids grew heavy and I felt tears forming down my cheeks, thinking of those I was going to leave behind. At that moment, I felt so much at ease and closed my eyes uh, for the last time, thinking, okay, this is it. Um, this is what it's like to go peacefully. And uh, at that bleak second, it was darkness. And then in a few seconds, after a new light appeared, I took a deep breath, and I was back. I was coming back again, feeling the pain in my throbbing knee. And I knew it was another chance as I... <laughs> As, as I say, to do things right. I just remember word for it. So for myself, I consider this a feeling or a thought of what it's like to pass away. And unfortunately, not everyone gets to go with your peace. So just know that it could be, just know that what it could be like once your eyes are closed. There's a whole other meaning behind our life, I believe. So I thank God for the moments I've shared in my life with everyone and everybody I came across in my life and for giving me another day to keep on living. And now I know why some of us believe in energy and bad vibes, because I felt this energy that was recharging me, strengthening me to keep me striving, uh, that life is what uh, we make ourselves. What Life is what we ourselves make of it. So what gives us unconditional love and what allows to be at times become emotionally and physically draining, but to keep on pushing and moving forward. Thank all of you for uh, letting me share the story. I hope this can maybe shine some light on to some. And yes, you guys may say, oh, well, you're hallucinating because of the meds. But I hope this will at least hit home for those of you who know. Love all of you, and may you find peace yourself. Uh, and, you know, and, the, and I was like, oh, my gosh, my cousin had a near-death experience. And then I saw the post of her in the hospital, and then it said... Um, uh, somebody's response, you okay? I messed up my leg, but luckily they believe it's just bruised, no broken bones. Um, listen, here's the thing. Right now, for anybody judging, let me say this. What if knees were like hearts? And when you had a knee attack, like if you were playing sports, <laughs> like what if you're running down the court and they're like, oh my gosh, my knee popped. And like you go down because you're like, this could be it. They got to bring the defib out. <laughs> yeah, they got to bring it for the knee. <laughs> I just had my first knee attack. Uh, she had a near-death experience, and that's the thing. Uh, near-death experiences come in different forms. So I laughed about the penny being up my nose and relating that. So now you're saying that you, now you're relating that it could have been? I think I think I did. Yeah, I, I didn't hear Morgan Freeman or Alexa, but. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and I, I think I might have drug it out too long. I don't know. No, <laughs> but, no, that was. But I had to read it. I, didn't want, I mean. It's a near-death experience, yeah. people. And, and uh, you know, I don't want to just make fun, but I just think, like, oh, my gosh. So what she was feeling in the ambulance was what? She's probably going to move to a Buddhist camp now or whatever. <laughs> what she was feeling in the back of the ambulance is what Michael Jackson felt like his last 20 years of living. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, oh, wait, no, I'm back. I'm back. Because this is thriller, yeah. She was just on those good drugs. I don't I mean, 
You can't type stuff like that. Like, why would you do that? I, you can't even make it. You can't make it up, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, that's it. She had a near-death experience. Uh, could you imagine if like that was if that happened for whatever, every body part, every extremity that you hurt, if you hit your shin on a... On a car bumper, <laughs> or, uh, or a, 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 a a truck. Oh yeah, trailer the hitch. back, the back, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you kick it, and 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 it closes it in. Because I'm gonna be honest, uh, I've kicked my car bumper accidentally, old school, like it, you know, still it was a truck. Mm-hmm. I kicked it, and I felt it closing in on me. <laughs> Did you see the light? <laughs> I, I saw the rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, I guess officially just light after the rabbit. You know, maybe right, but I, oh, I saw the rabbit. Like I'm like, oh, God, it hurts so bad. Like it, yeah, yeah, it got narrow for a second. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Uh, but I, I've never called it a near death experience. But everybody, you know, make makes their own. Everybody deals with pain differently. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she thought she was dying. <laughs> I mean, imagine all the people that tear stuff, ligaments, rip ligaments off a of bone, break bones. Off, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, you just lay there. And you're like, ah, it hurts. Ah, yeah, right? ah, you know, yeah. I have. I've had knee surgery. I've had a broken femur, like, but in my knee, like, mm-hmm. bottom part. I've had all that. I didn't feel like, I, but you didn't know. You know, I didn't know. Could have been my last minutes, but I didn't feel like I was about to go. Everybody's different. You know what I mean? That's one of the <laughs> wildest. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm glad that shirt covered though. Yeah, uh, me too. I think she pulled are good. through. What if rehab? Here's how I'm going to enter this. Uh, I. What if re- I was talking about Nintendo the other day? I was in Pittsburgh, and I, I don't. There were some other people in the room. Uh, this is how I'm going to tie it to that story. But what if her rehab was the Nintendo Power Pad? Do you know what that is? Did you no. say you knew what that was? No, I'm too young. So yeah, it, he is too young. Uh, but I was thinking that he would know because Layton always uh, he says he watches the same cartoons or has or movies and things. Like, and actually, he does. Like he can talk about it. But I didn't think he would know. So Nintendo, when it came out, they had two controllers that had a. Uh, uh, the gun, the duck hunt gun, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Which which is a silly game. You could literally just go up to your TV <laughs> and just point. The technology. How did that work? I actually, don't know. Actually, let me, let me get sidetracked for a second. Old school Nintendo, sitting in your living room floor, pointing at those ducks. How did that work? I've always wondered that. I mean, even those, even the arcade game version. Yeah, you know, I never thought of that, though. I don't know. Is it like a Bluetooth signal? But I wouldn't. But like in 1980, yeah, that's exactly five or six. I don't know. That's weird. But anyway, so so it came with that. But then uh, they started later. They started putting out Nintendos and had this power pad, and they had this Olympic game. I don't know. I think a lot of people around my age, you, you probably know. The problem with the power pad is it didn't come with anything that would keep it on the floor. So there were for memory. For memory, there were two sides. Uh, so it would have been. Four across, four across, four across, like 16 total round pads. So you had to do, like when you were doing the Olympics, you had to basically do happy feet, right? Like happy feet that they'd make you do in football or basketball where you do this with your yeah. feet. You'd have to do happy feet, and that's how you're running. The problem is those old power pads didn't stick to the to the floor. <laughs> they would slide, so it would wad up on you. Yeah. So eventually, the only way I could ever play the power pad is if you got on your knees and – Use your hand. <laughs> like, that's how you did it. All right? It's probably a great idea, but it, we were kids. We weren't smart enough to stick it to the floor. Yeah. So it was the power pad, and then there was a glove. Now, the reason that I started thinking about the glove, because somebody started texting me just random about how he's like, people, 
<laughs> he's like, I got a power glove. People think I'm tough or whatever he said. Yeah. I'll just look it up. What? Uh, he started talking about this, this thing. I never had the, the power glove. This, this is random text for my friend Tate, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the Netflix Tate, uh, random text. Since you obviously don't know anything about it, it's basically a cyborg. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, out of nowhere, he's like, he's like, you don't know a thing about this NES Power Glove. <laughs> this this was last, March 20th, Monday, like this right now. This last out of the blue. Yeah, he's like, you don't know anything about this NES Power Glove. <laughs> and I was like, who don't? And he wrote, you don't. And I was like, I'll Power Glove. I'll. <laughs> I'm a commented back. <laughs> so, and he just wrote, ha ha. Uh, and then, I, and then I don't comment anymore. And then four hours later, he's like, "Since you obviously don't know anything about it, it's basically a cyborg hand." That's what he said. <laughs> so I was thinking about this power glove, and and I used to only see that in magazines. Yeah, it was literally like a glove. It went up to like the middle of your arm and it had buttons on it. But I think you could punch like the oh, screen. Okay, I don't know how it worked. Because to be honest, that power glove from memory, I'd have to look it up. But I think it was probably one hundred fifty dollars. I know I think. But I think Nintendos were $150 mm-hmm. back then. So, no, I didn't have a power glove. Nobody I knew had the power glove. And then they also had this thing that you, the Game Genie. You know what those are? Refresh my memory. I've Game Genies are where, so we didn't have any of this. We didn't have money. Like, we didn't. So, Game Genies where you'd buy a game. Let's just say you had a hard time trying to beat a game. Game Genie, you would stick the cartridge into it, and then you would stick that into the Nintendo, mm-hmm. and it was a cheat system. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. So you could, like, have unlimited lives. You could jump out of the screen. Like, it was a... No, we didn't have that. So so what's funny is about he's popping off about this cyborg hand. The reality is, yeah, I know all about it because it was in these Nintendo magazines. That's back when the world bought magazines yes. to see things. Because mm-hmm. And I still... Like, when you walk in the store right now, there's still whole magazine shelves. Yeah. Who buys magazines? I don't know who in the world. I don't even. I don't even see people looking at them. I I never do. And and, and honestly, why would you? Because if I looked at the magazine, I I could go look it up for free. Like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna magazine. Some of them, some cool ones. You know, when you had to buy them, they're like ten dollars a yeah, magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Anyway, that's how I would see Power Glove. I I've never actually laid eyes on one in my life. You should try to buy one. Surely there's one on like eBay or something. If I do, I'm just being their power glove and all night long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know Tate just randomly sent that, but there, I, there's no way he has a power glove. <laughs> you don't think? So. No, he don't have a power. <laughs> and why would you even buy one? Yeah, you can get it in. I mean, but he's he's a survivalist. I don't remember the get. Well, what if what if the world went south? Uh, which, <laughs> which which is not a political show, but <laughs> cross your fingers because yeah. Trump gets elected. Let's just see what happens. But but if. if, uh, if but if he puts this uh, cyborg hand, what if the, like it goes south and that's he just wears that out in the woods? <laughs> he just wears that. Nobody wants to mess with him. Yeah. Like that's a cyborg hand. He's got a power glove. <laughs> He's like, you're not power gloving me in the face. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I anyway, we never had power gloves. I just kids don't have regular kids don't have those. Mm-hmm. The only kids that would have those, I would imagine, if it was a real kid. And there were kids probably similar to him. Like if Richie Rich was alive, he had power gloves. Oh yeah, he had the power gloves. Yeah, I've never. I don't know anybody that's ever had one, except Tate. I got to look it up. Allegedly, I'm telling you, you got to buy one on eBay. I don't want to look it up. You can just wear it through a whole episode. I don't want to look it up in the middle of the show, but I, but I, I, I don't want to. Uh, but I'm going to, guys. You got to hear this. It's, it's live. Ready? Nintendo Power Glove for sale. Yeah, this guy talks to his phone. He when. 
when Lloyd wants to look something up or text someone, he just talks to the freaking phone the whole time. Yeah, but you know how it works better when somebody doesn't talk while it's searching, yeah. and then it picks up everything you said. Yeah, you want to know? You know, want to know how else it it works better? Not speaking in it, and, and then having a backspace because it doesn't know what you said at all, and then you have to type it out anyways. It's counterproductive. In eBay, I see one for one hundred and fifty dollars. It's retained its value. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. It's 40 years old and it's retained its value. That actually looks like an insane technology. It does, but also look at all those buttons. What are you going to play with one <laughs> yeah, hand on like that thing? Playing the guitar. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, that's what's good about this show. Can you do that on the on the shorts? Like, we'll just throw the power glove up in the background? Yeah. 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 For a split second. So, yeah. so they're like, oh, you don't own it. Yeah. Yeah, nor do you. Nor does anybody I've ever known in my life. But you can for the low price of one forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I just don't think I'd buy it, though. But uh, anyway, yeah, the one fifty currently, I think that's what they cost a long time ago. That's what I think. So, um, you know how, well, for those of you that listen, you, you may not know, there's a lot of people that, that listen all the time. You could probably assume. Uh, I was in Pittsburgh the other day, and I was in an Uber. Have you ever, have you ever Ubered? Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty common form of transportation mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. I don't even know if there's... Especially when I travel. I, I mean, I'm in Pittsburgh. I'm in a city. I don't I don't recall seeing a taxi at all, actually. I haven't seen a taxi in at least 10 years. Eh, five years. Oh, yeah, I did. So, they do have public transportation. They have buses, and then they have this thing that I called was... I thought it was the subway. That's what... Oh, I okay. Like a transit system? Yeah, I'm going to get back to Uber in a second. But, yeah, but I... Yeah, I thought that it was, uh, <laughs> well, the transit, they have buses, like mm-hmm. the, like a double bus, you know, yeah. they're connected by a, by a, what's, what's that, what's the old squeeze box they play, you know, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you um, call it? Uh, lose it Cajun music. What do you call that thing? Um, you know, the old squeeze box. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's what connects those two buses in the middle. That's what it looks like. Uh, so anyway, there's that, and they have this thing. Once again, not to repeat myself, a subway, but it's not a subway. It's called the T. So I get it, you go down below uh, the street. Mm-hmm. So myself and my buddy Cody, we walked down there, and we were we were getting on the subway. Is what I think. And I think it's going to take us to cross the river. So I, you know, I'm like, you know, technology these days. I guess they've bored under the river, and the subway is going to cross it. Mm-hmm. Just thought it was cool. And I'm going to say door closes, we sit down, uh, it takes off. I'm going to go 150 yards, we're outside, and we're on a train. Like, it's a train. Yeah. It's not a subway, it's a train. Yeah. I thought I was riding a subway. Yeah, I've been on one of those in, I think it was Boston. I don't know, somewhere like that where... It was it was the same it was the same type. You're above and then you go below and then you go above. Yeah, Boston's like the the big dig. I thought that was a highway though. The big dig. Do you know about that? No. Nah, we won't get into it. Anyway, so uh, but I, but I felt like I felt like I got a, I got an STD riding on the <laughs> yeah. on the train. Yeah. And and it it has carpet seats. In that why in that environment would you put carpet yeah. seats? Yep, it's disgusting. I could I could I anyway. So I just told them when we got off. I was like, listen, man, I'm not getting back on that train. And it wasn't, it wasn't like the people. It's, it's not like, I didn't feel like I was on a New York subway where, you know, just stare at the ground. I, it wasn't like weird, nothing like that. But, uh, I, yeah, it felt gross. Like this guy had his dog in there, oh. you know, and there's some crackheads in there. Okay. I guess there was, you know, 
Maybe some of the crackies made it made it seem like that. Yeah. But, um, I didn't want to ride it back, so we Ubered back. And here, here's what I thought was funny. You know, normally when you're just Ubering with people, you, hey, how are you, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I was with Cody, and I started telling the uh, Uber driver uh, that that I used to date Cody's mom, and uh, <laughs> I used to be Cody's dad, and he was devastated when him and his mom broke up when we broke up. For those of you that don't know, Cody's like four years younger than I am. So like he. And I'm saying this stuff. Cody's even laughing. I'm not smiling because that's what I do when I start telling these things. Um, although the Uber driver wasn't having it. He did not appreciate that I was dating Cody's mom. Oh, he didn't Co- think it was funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't even talk to me. He would only answer Cody. What? Well, he probably felt bad for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, get over yourself, taxi driver. Well, Uber driver. Uber driver. He was like mad. He wouldn't talk to me. He just talked to Cody. Uh, And he talked at first. That's how I know. Obviously, I'm going to assume maybe his friend dated his mom back in the day. (laughs) That's the only thing I can come up with. It brought up bad experiences for him. Yeah, that's the only thing I can really come up with. Uh, So, uh, for those of you that know, and we didn't say it at the first. We didn't. No, no. We didn't bring up speakeasy. Backslash speak pipe. <laughs> a speakeasy is yeah. something that they have. Oh, yeah. don't, don't go to speakeasy. <laughs> yeah, those are illegal. <laughs> yeah, those, that's prohibition stuff. Don't do that. Yeah. Go to speak pipe backslash life and times. Speakpipe.com backslash life and times. Oh, you say that again because I blew that. Ever. Speakpipe.com backslash life and times. You got to put .com backslash life and times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what he said. I don't think I've said that way. Maybe. I think you have. Okay. Well, you said like slash or something. So you were talking about Uber. I have a question. What's up? That was was on my mind. What do you, well, it's like, it's kind of a, a doozy. It's kind of like a three to four to five part question. It'll be longer than your cousin's post. Um, <laughs> okay. What do, you, what do you think about tipping? What? And in a sense of uh, tipping, like if you're oh weird weird thing that you bring. Okay, yeah. I want to hear it. But weird thing that you bring it up. Uh, I'm don't have to tell the whole story, but I went to eat last night, and my daughter told me that my mom and dad told her that myself and my wife tip too much. Interesting. Okay, so yeah, so maybe that yeah. all. And my response was, she's never been a waitress, so she has no idea. Yes. Now go ahead. Okay, so <clears throat> obviously. It's not even a question. When you go out and you sit somewhere, you tip. Correct? Yeah. What about in a situation where you're calling in for pickup? So you go to the place and you pick it up in the drive-thru. Or you go in and pick it up. Or like a Sonic car hop style. Um, and the reason I asked is because I went to lunch um, last week. And I went through the drive-thru. And there's now almost anywhere you go, there's tipping options for you going through the drive-thru to get your food. I always tip, but I know there's people that don't. And then I question why I tip. All right, so I here's where... Um, when when there's a waitress at a restaurant, and I got to be... It doesn't matter what the meal is. Uh, stand, standards, 20%. 20%. And if you like them more than that, tip them more. Yep. Used to, I, I used to think it was 15, but I think it switched to 20. Yeah, it's been 20 for... Yeah, and so... Um, but I always do that. And what I say about that is if you're going to go to that restaurant, if that restaurant, whatever the restaurant is, if if um, if whatever food you order, it's 20%. If it falls in $5, $10, but, it's, but, it, but the, it is at least 20%, that's just what it is. If you go to a restaurant and your meal's 
and the, and the tip's forty at that. Well, then that's what it is. Yeah, shouldn't have went to that restaurant. Yep. If you're going to give them three dollars, that's yep. what I think about. I agree uh, because because that also is their livelihood. And to be honest, in the waitress world, and I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know how to be funny about this because it's not a, in in the waiting world. Like people work their way up to those fancier oh, places. Yeah. So you know that's that it's. It may sound funny to some people listening and be like, oh, professional waitress and wait. Yeah. I mean, the nicest restaurants you ever go to in big cities and, and uh, a 65 year old guy walks up to your table and like, Hey, how are you? And you start talking like, and how long have you worked here? And he's like, literally uh, 43 years. Yeah. He's the best waiter guy you've ever had. Yep. So like you work up to that. So don't go to those fancy restaurants for you to give somebody $3. Yep. That's why I think about it. Yep. Uh, so Sonic, I'm cool with that. Give them a dollar. It's, it's what it, if you run it out to my car, I don't even care if I ordered fifth, if my meal is $73, give them a dollar too. Yeah. I'm not giving you 20% cause you walked it to the car. Yeah. Here's where now I'm starting to get irritated by it. Yep. When I go into a fast food restaurant, just like, at least the car hop brings it out to your car. I'm standing at, I'm still standing at the counter. Yeah. And, and, uh, nobody's done anything and it pulls up and it's a tip option. Yeah. And they're standing there. Mm -hmm. And all you did was literally, I want a number three and, uh, and large unsweet tea. Yep. And then when they print it out, it says tip. No. Or sometimes it's even simpler than that. You go up to them and say, Hey, I have a pickup order for Lloyd. Yeah. See, I, uh, now even in that scenario, I mean, honestly, do I do I usually give them a tip? Yes. Well, so do I. But but, but I but I, I think it's stupid. Yeah, and some in some places you go like the minimum tip if you can't customize or it'll it'll start at fifteen and then right. go to twenty twenty five and then right. custom. And yeah. I'm like, what? I just thought it was crazy because it it's to the point like, am I gonna have to like start tipping my doctor when I pay? Why wouldn't you? You down already? <laughs> no. Huh? I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, I don't. Because no, it's just showing up more and more I don't places. like that. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's not political. I don't want to get into I, it. I've, I have a take. <laughs> like, I have a take. I don't want, I mean, I just, for, for the really fast food place. By the way, I got, there's new, my new favorite place in Pittsburgh. It's an Indian food place. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's awesome. Like you, there's, there's your meats and then there's vegetables and then there's the marsalas that mm -hmm. you want. It's called Chula. It's the greatest. Oh man, it's so awesome! But there at that place, they literally say, um, "What do you watch this? This is real time here. Ready for this? Hey, sir, how are you? Good. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, I need, um, I guess the the top plate. I don't know what it's called. I forget what it's called, but it's the chicken. Mm -hmm. It's chicken and rice. Is all this? Uh, yeah, chicken and rice. Uh, what kind of sauce? Uh, this this tiki marsala. Okay. What spice level? Eight. Hey. Um, you want anything to drink? Unsweet tea. Okay, that'll be $28. They print it out, and it says tip on it. Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything. Yep. He's not even the guy cooking it. Yeah. He's just the guy that punches it into the thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now you could say, is it for the guys that are cooking it? I don't know. I'm just saying, that's a. it's like a, it's a faster, it's like, it's the, um, it's like the Chipotle version of yeah. Indian food. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And it's awesome. But, no, I don't think you should tip people like that in that manner. I don't. I do every time, but I don't. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, this without getting to the point, because we don't want to go that route, you know who you don't have to do that at? McDonald's. So, I, uh, yeah, I won't dive into it. 
McDonald's sucks. It does, but they've made changes and there's no tip options on their stuff. So McDonald's, even though they've made changes, oh, you just mean to the tip option? <laughs> or they made changes to their food? McDonald's sucks. No, I no, hate no. McDonald's. No, no, not their food. Their food I, is garbage. I don't go there ever. But when I go there once uh, every blue moon. I've said this before. You know the only time I go to McDonald's? When? Is if I'm on a road trip and it's and it's nighttime and somehow I've either not passed an exit that was worth anything or I just started the trip too late or whatever and the only thing that's open is McDonald's, the yeah. only thing, I, then I will pull in there. Yeah. And I'll even say, I know it's garbage, but I'll even say while I'm actually eating it, if you don't eat it all the time, I'm like, that tastes pretty good. Yeah, it's not terrible. But I'm not going back tomorrow. Well, we've had McDonald's like three times yeah. together late at yeah. night. So. Yeah, but I'm not going back tomorrow. Yeah. It's, not, it's just, I'm not going to do it. No. And, and uh, you can't reheat those fries. Once those fries no. cool down, those. They're done. Yeah. And, and also their food. It doesn't even mold. Now, I don't, I'm not that smart with the food in the food world, so I can't, I'm not going to tell you how mold forms. I don't really know, to be honest. I don't know what ingredients cause mold. But those those buns, mm. the meat, the fries, if you put it in a bag and set it out in your garage, it'll look exactly like it does the day you bought it. Oh, yeah. Or if you have a child and she's messy and gets a piece of French fries and cheeseburger in your truck and then you go clean it out <coughs> two months later, it looks the same. <laughs> Not speaking from experience. It might have mel- it made your car smell like McDonald's for <laughs> like two weeks. Yeah. And then it just, it's just like. Uh, it's just there. Yeah, it's just like a plastic something you put on your wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, those fake desserts at restaurants. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, the, you can't even get, it doesn't grow mold. Uh, it doesn't smell anymore. It's no. just like a hard plastic. Yeah. That's what it looks like. That can't be healthy. No. I mean, it's not healthy. Everybody knows it's not healthy. And and which we had said on the podcast, I think we said on the podcast, and, and, I remember when McDonald's came out and it says now with real chicken. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and that was like, what are we eating? We already <laughs> yeah. talked about that. I what think, have right? we been eating for this? Yes. Yeah, we yes. we talked about it, so we don't have to go into it. But yeah, I don't. Uh, where was I going? How the, how we get um, tips? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll tip your local uh, McDonald's for yeah. now. Now, should do I feel like um, which I've done before? I mean, do I feel like sometimes I would randomly hand somebody a large tip for no reason at some of those places? I have, I have just. Well, now I'm on the podcast talking about it, but it's not. But it's not a specific story, so I'm not like trying to get any kudos. But I'm just saying, like, just to see them be happy. Like, oh yeah, real, real oh, happy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, now I've done that, and I. That's the same. That's like the same concept. Of like, um, it's better to give than receive. Now I've often said where, oh no, I like to, I like to receive a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, please let me receive. But, uh, but I do. I actually get greater joy giving people stuff who I can visibly look at them and know that they appreciate it. Yep. Than if you gave me anything. Yep, I agree. That that I actually believe. I'm, yep. I'm not just being funny, uh, and that's. I always think that's the best feeling. Yep. But then when you give somebody that you think you think is cool, and then they're like, "Oh, thanks." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's also that's a like, that's an you, awesome feeling. It makes me want to go kick it off the table, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and smash it. And be like, you like it now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had a few experiences like that. How many? Uh, for those of you who can't, you can't. I take a drink out of this 
this water cup. How many? What's it hold? Like 70 ounces of water? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Jeremy slam it down? Yeah. Just to prove a point. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, before we get off here, uh, I want to I thank everybody for listening to the show. Um, uh, if if you have your interest peaked about a near-death experience uh, based on my cousin's um, trials and tribulations because uh, she's got a bruised knee, yeah, uh, yeah, feel free to talk about it uh, on... Um, Speakpipes.com. Speak, yeah, speakpipe.com backslash. Life and times. Yeah, that's it. No, oh, um, no speakeasy. Shout out to the dude who left the comment on our YouTube, and it just said, this is cringe. I appreciate you for watching and um, interacting with the, the YouTube. It helps What's us. his name? Joshua something <laughs> Jr. Hey, Joshua Jr. So. Uh, yeah, thanks for leaving that message. Uh that actually helps our engagements and you yeah and you gave us a view so we appreciate it yeah we we appreciate your view josh i probably dated josh's mom back in the day (laughs) josh i'm not your dad you pervert quit trying to hit us up on this show he's like i'm gonna just ease into it i don't want to tell him all at once i've been married 20 years josh yeah get over yourself that's disgusting yeah anyway so um yeah i guess we love each other I don't know. I meant, to, I, meant to, I meant to say love everybody like I always do. <laughs> Josh, I don't. Josh, I didn't. I no, it's not for no, you, Josh. He's not your dad. Yeah, you grow up, Josh. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening and uh, love everybody. That's what I meant to say. Put P Rose in the Hall of Fame. Dwayne Wade. Uh-huh. And uh, love everybody. All right. Have a good week. church family. It's good to talk with you. <laughs>